Welcome to our Friday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 128. The previous Psalm 127 had a theme of labour, working. It was the labour of building a home and a family. This Psalm continues the theme of labour, but there is a different perspective. It sees the fruit of our labour as a blessing from God. And so it is God's blessing that we're going to explore in this psalm. Firstly, notice who is blessed by God. In verse 1, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. To fear God here is not a dread of God, but a response of faith. It is to have a reverential awe. It is recognising dependence upon God, and it is obeying his commands. Hence, verse 1 finishes with, who walks in his ways. Secondly, notice that those who fulfil verse 1 will know God's blessing in life. In verse 2, you shall eat the fruit of the labour of your hands. You shall be blessed, and it shall be well with you. The picture here draws on the daily life of God's people Israel, work. Just unpacking this a moment, this is not advocating the prosperity gospel, but it is recognising that though we are God's own, though we are in his hands, though he provides for us his people, he will give us our daily bread through our hard work. And all kinds of work are covered by this phrase, labour of your hands. C.H. Spurgeon makes a helpful comment on verse 2. In God's view it would not be a blessed thing for us to live without exertion, nor to eat the unearned bread of dependence. The happiest state on earth is one in which we have something to do, strength to do it with, and a fair return for what we have done. This, with the divine blessing, is all that we ought to desire. In verse 3, your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots round your table. And again, this picture draws on the daily life of God's people. The vine that produces grape for wine, a source of pleasure, and the pleasure of having a family. One of the fruits of the marriage union, the marriage union being God's creation ordinance, is children. They are described here as olive shoots round your table. Olives and olive oil were valued commodities in the life of the nation. Verse 4 underlines the statement in verse 1. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. So God's people can't automatically assume they will get the blessing of God it is according to his will. And so we see that the psalm ends with a prayer for blessing. In verses 5 and 6, The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. So the promise at the beginning of the psalm is turned into prayer at the end of the psalm. 
And as with so many of God's promises in the Bible, they must be turned into prayer. As I finish, I think that this psalm is a good corrective in our thinking. If we have sufficient in our lives and things are well with us, we can often feel guilty. It somehow doesn't feel okay to have enough to make life enjoyable while others are struggling. This psalm says you can be thankful without feeling guilty for the rewards of your labours when you see them not as a right but as a result of God's blessing. But from what we have, we must give to those who have not, for that is a command from God. Join me on Monday for Psalm 129.